to the madhouse. Cheers to episode 18. Cheers. Um, Pabst Blue Ribbon. Ever heard of her? Stronger Seltzer, 8% Wild Berry, 12 ounces in a can. Blue Gatorade in a plastic box. So. We are recording on Tuesday, April 27th. 2021 at 7:24 p.m. and the future of the Detroit Lions will be decided this week. Does that make you guys nervous? Yes, but no because our future's never really been bright. So no, we're not that nervous. The future's always been bright. The present's just been bad in the past. No, I'm not scared. I'm excited. Looking forward to it. I would say I'm excited but nervous as well because you never know what's going to happen in the draft. Um, and you never know what teams or farms are going to do to cause us to maybe do a stupid move or a smart move. Some trickery in front of us. So before, well, actually, the future of the Detroit Lions will be decided tonight by us, which you'll get to listen to tomorrow when this comes out. Before we get into that, our full mock draft for the Lions, let's do our classic weekly check-ins here that everyone loves to uh, see what's going on in our lives. So, Alex, what's new with you this week? Well, um, I had golf yesterday. I'd probably just start with that because I didn't do much else. How'd you golf? Not my best. Um, I shot a 40. Just, you know, just didn't have it. Hit a lot of trees. Putter was cold. Hands were cold. Just didn't have it. It's just as simple as that. And then other than that, I'm, I'm doing fine. Draft is on Thursday, and I'm very excited for that. So You can hear it in your voice. Yep, I'm thrilled. Uh, head golf league also oh. on yesterday, so Monday. Uh, shot decent, um, way better than the previous week, so I'm happy about that. Um, wind was a factor, a little chilly to be playing golf in Michigan. Um, slow start, but uh, I finished strong, wink. Um, on the course, of course. Um, so I was happy about that. It was fun. So um, this weekend had travel baseball. We finished second in our tournament. Who cares? I don't care about where we finish. It's about how we play and we played decent at best. Um, we beat the crap out of the really bad teams. And then when we faced a good team, we kind of laid an egg. So how old are these kids? Uh, 11 you. Any studs? Any MLB prospects on that 11-year-old team? Absolutely not. <laughs> probably not. It's probably mean to say, um, but probably not. Well, you don't have any well, from you don't have any from nothing in the pipeline. Um, not for my team. And did you well, see there's any? Talent. There's talent in the organization. Yeah, I would say so. Coaching talent? Is that what you mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Coaching talent right here. You're looking at it. Skipper. Do they call um, you Skipper? No, boss. They most of them call me by my first name. So skip. No, and we played Saturday morning at nine thirty, and I think it was below freezing. Love that. I was just thinking when you said you had a tournament about the weather this weekend. I was like, that is just one of those weekends where you're like, what am I doing? With, like, why are we playing baseball right now? Yeah. Oh, we grinded out a game at nine thirty. One, three to two. Move on to advance. It was awesome. It's a pretty competitive eleven. You game with. 
solid defense, good pitching, or just a lack of hitting? There was no defense. It was lack of hitting. <laughs> what was the final score in the final? Uh, we lost by eight. Had a 2-1 lead. Had a 2-0 lead after the first inning. Oh. That was 2-1 after two. And then the wheels fell off in the inning. Gave up like five runs. Had a couple errors. And downhill from there. How is the fielding at age 11? Pretty good. Uh, you get like one or two like decent plays or one or two kids that like know how to field. And then sometimes it just like. Are you a, are you like a still believe in small ball as a manager? Or are you like, let's walk and then hit dingers? Um, you know, I wish I could do small ball because it's a lot easier and it's hard to defend at that age, but Very hard. most of my kids don't know how to bunt or they're scared to bunt because they're still scared of the ball, right. which is embarrassing. <laughs> right. Um, so we don't do it. I just, hopefully they get a base hit. All right. Well, I look forward to those storylines continuing. And I think for the golf league, you guys should give a, a quick recap of like where the standings are, where you guys both your two sums are at in the standings, just so they know as we go on. Well, my team first week lost by a point. This week we lost by four points. Partner is struggling a bit. Dad, if you're listening, you're struggling a bit. Let's figure it out. Maybe hit the range and then we'll be back on track. Uh, after last week's terrible performance, I was in second to last place. So 13th out of 14 teams. Um, but we bounced back this week. We got a win by two points, took 16 of the 30 points. So Ooh. probably middle of the pack now, I'm guessing. Little the standings don't come end. out till midweek. So okay. We don't know. Gotcha. Were you probably in the middle range too or towards the bottom? I think we were sixth, fifth, sixth, somewhere in there out of 14. So we're, yeah, okay. we're above average. Evan, your um, soccer team, because we don't really talk about soccer on this, your soccer team had a nice result today, as they say, a draw. Yeah, a draw, but it would be like to come away with a victory, especially at home. Um, got out to an early lead. Who's your team and for the people listening? Chelsea. Oh, good question. Good job. Great. great I mean, out for a lead, and then the second half, it was downpouring, oh, and it, it kind of was just like a yeah. don't give up a goal for both teams. Yeah, um, Pulisic had a disgusting goal. How'd your team do? They play tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah. Or who's, today. Your, who's your team? For Manchester City. Who's your team? It's, are they in it? Uh, oh, man. Just lost in the uh, Caribou Cup final. Oh, it's tough. To Manchester City? Yes, Tottenham. Tottenham Hotspur. Tottenham. Tottenham. Your, uh, it must hurt, too, because your manager, your ex-manager... Just got sacked. Oh, your ex-manager is now the manager... Well... Your second ex-manager is now the manager of PSG, who Manchester City plays in the semifinals tomorrow. Who we sacked for we a sacked. new guy who, after a season, we just sacked again. So now we have no one. Yeah. Dumpster fire. I basically cheer for the Lions in the Premier League. You know? No, I'm just kidding. Much better than that. Who is? Not the Lions are better? No. Oh. At least they're a top seven team in the league. What? No, it's not debatable. The standings um, would say so. For me, keeping it European, I am doing my rewatch of and first watch of Game of Thrones. So I am, and, and that would make more sense if you listen to the Snake Draft Game of Thrones, if that interests you. But we talked about how I hadn't watched the middle seasons really. So now I'm doing that. I am on episode two of season two. My findings, um, quick segment of my findings. Sansa's insufferable right now. Rob Stark's balling. 
Littlefinger did Ned Stark dirty, but he should have known better. Jon Snow was about to leave the Night's Watch, and Samuel Tarly and his buddies like get convinced him to come back. That I almost I forgot about. I, I wonder know. if he ends up leaving. Yeah, I can't wait to find out. You want me to tell me that he like dies and comes back to life like you told Evan? I've never seen the show. Oh, well, you're a liar. So now I don't know if anyone can take what the rest of what you say on this show seriously. I'm not wearing underwear. I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> now, since we're shot of Michigan sports, we're going to get back really into the nitty gritty of Michigan sports here and do a Detroit Lions full seven rounder. So you would call a seven round mocker. Isn't that what you called it last episode? Mocker. Yep. So some guidelines that you guys can push back on if you want. This is kind of um, revealing it on the fly here. I think we should do a trade like minimum and maximum. I think you, we, we will, we're allowed to do trades, but I'm thinking maybe we can only do a max of two trades during this whole thing. Cause I was just trying to think about in my head, like most teams aren't doing like a ton of crazy trades on draft night, but two gives us the flexibility that if we want to trade back and also trade up for someone, if we need to, I'm not saying we will or won't, gives us the flexibility to do to do so because i've done one of these before where i just traded back like every time and you end up having like 50 picks and it's just not realistic super cool we gotta put some like handcuffs on ourselves what do you guys think trade wise i think maximum two i guess because you said that i would go maximum one but you didn't like that i'm open to it one trade you get to make one i think two is a good number two it is do we want to do where one has to be a trade up if we use the second one, or could they both be trade downs? I think it doesn't matter. Open-ended trades. Yep. Correct. Okay. So we have that. You want to make any pre-draft trades? No. I don't really. I kind of want to see what happens. Correct. I also am, just so you guys are aware, I'm going to be doing a timer for our picks, like the actual NFL draft, so we will have a 10-minute shot clock when we get to our pick. So that will probably raise everyone's sweat levels. Because if we don't get it in, then I think we forfeit our pick to the Packers. <laughs> Started the draft. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, huge for Alex. Jamar Chase, Panay. We can redo it, and then I'll start the clock. But we'll just do a quick recap. So, Trevor Lawrence went one. Which is pretty good. Zach me. Wilson went two. Justin Fields went three to the 49ers. Jamar Chase went fourth to Atlanta. Panay Sewell to the Bengals. Devont to Smith. Six to Miami. So we are seven. Um, I'm going to start our clock now. So you go first, Grant. Talk, talk to us. Please. Well, super surprised Kyle Pitts fell. Yeah, me too. Uh, a lot of people love him. I see we have 28 trade offers, so that gets me entertained. Kyle Pitts. Is Kyle Pitts is the only name. Intriguing. Kyle Pitts is the only name that I'm surprised is here. Agreed. Yeah, big name. Evan, what do you think? I'm not saying I want to take them. <laughs> I'm not either, we're, but... We're supposed, to, we're supposed to act like this is the actual draft. All right. what, what yeah, we, like this is our war room. Like We are the Lions. We are draft- we, I we, understand that. We are in the war room. We're drafting. And we have um, nine minutes. <laughs> oh, we got plenty of time. All right, so no. I can get out what I honestly think about Kyle Pitts. I don't want him. Um, I'll pass on him. Do you hate him? Because we don't... It's not a position of need right now didn't for say us. hate. I agree. It's not a position of need. It's just like that shiny Camaro but or Porsche that you see. How cool would our two tight end offense be? He's not, not a tight end. He's a wide receiver. Yeah, he will not block for us. No. You can line him up there, though. Not a tight end. 
uh, Anthony Lynn, uh, our offense coordinator, who's sitting with us today. Um, you know, we're kind of be run heavy first, play action pass. Will Kyle Pitts be out there often? Yes, but will we be out there to block? No. So what do we what do we think? I'm good with not doing a quarterback. I don't think I like either of the two that are left enough to take them. I will also say we should pass on QB. Don't need one. I think it's too high to take Micah Parsons. I know we did it in a lot of draft, but that's because we couldn't trade. If I was being, if I was evaluating defense, but who do you want to take over him? That would was what I needed. I would sleep at night, fine, taking Kyle Pitts right here. But I think I'd rather have Waddle than Pitts. You're kind of the whoa. I I would walk out of the war room if we took Waddle here. I don't I don't have anything against the guy. I just I don't know. That's just on me. I don't I don't like him as much. And I think there's wideouts that could help us like like Waddle later in this draft. I, I think agree. that position is deep. I agree with you. Think about that. Yes. But then I don't think we need Kyle Pitts if we're taking a wideout later. We have Hawk Daddy. We don't need Pitts. Pitts is taking a receiver, basically. That's that's what you would be doing. I think it's taking like a faster Travis Kelsey. He's which a sounds He's awesome. A wideout. Who is? Kyle Pitts is listed as a tight end, and he is a wideout. But I think his comp is like a Darren Waller, Travis Kelsey type player. Nah. Maybe. I think he's actually is like Darren Waller, and I think that would be awesome. But I understand not doing it. And you're What's hesitant. our team's biggest problem? Defense. Well, if you look at our biggest need, it's a WR. <laughs> Kyle Pitts isn't even on my big board because I didn't think he'd be there. I know. That's so why it feels like he, he fell into our lap seven minutes left. And it's like... Should we let's just see some trades? Look at some trades. We might have great offers for Pitts. Now we have to keep in mind. I'm gonna pull it up. How far down are we comfortable going? Because you gotta think Pitts is gonna go here. Whoever trades with us probably will take Pitts or quarterback. So there's gonna be like Slaters and Parsons and other good players in the beginning of the teens. So Denver wants our pick. Just to go back to nine, what are they offering? Well, we have to ask them what we want. So then it's okay. And if you fail a couple of times and they go off the board. Well, like, you got to tell me what team you want to trade with. Or Evan, too. I don't want – I don't need nine. I can go down to – I can go down to 10 or 11 and be fine. I think we can get more from them because they're jumping up more slots. Yeah, I'll go 11. I would go as far as, like, 14, honestly. I don't know about that. I'll go as far as 15 is my max. I would you would go, go to drop 15. down. Um, yeah, you're losing 14, value 15. with – the players are drafting and the positions that we need aren't really in that range. I'm hoping Micah Parsons falls to the team mid teens, 14, 15, 13. This is the thing. Who's going to actually trade up in that position? Are the Vikings willing to trade up? Yes, but I think they're willing to trade up for a tackle. All right. Okay. Got- Chargers. Are they willing to trade up? Yes. Um, there's rumors out there. They accidentally posted a yeah, they did. tweet mm-hmm. saying that they traded up two spots for the giants. They got deleted. Um, do all go, right, do you guys want, wait? Do you guys want to do? Here's my. Let's do. We start with Denver, and we'll go fast here, and we'll like see who we can get the most from. And if we if it if, if it's nine and we get what we want, then we can just move on and worry about that. So I think, think Pitts will still be on the board if we trade with Denver. Nine and forty. Yeah, they're going for a quarterback. No, I think he'll go to someone. Nine and forty. No, we should. You could fail a couple of times, so we should ask for the most. But we're running out of time. We still have five minutes. We can do this fast. All right. So are you guys good with this as a starting offer? We swap yes. first and we get their second and third. Yep. If they say no, then we have to like think outside the box. Offer. 
We're going to accept this. I don't think so. They did. They took it. So we just traded to nine with the Broncos. All right. And they're taking a QB. We're resuming our draft. They took Lance. And then Kyle Pitts went. So we did not get Pitts. Now we're right back in the same spot. Lion fans are in a row. So we we have one trade left, but it's be kind of dirty to do it here. I we're don't think I don't think we can trade. Can't cheat the people like that. Do you guys feel like there was a wind out of our sails that we didn't get Kyle Pitts? No, I don't really. No, I'm happy he's off the board. So I didn't we don't really have want to with anymore, and I don't have to argue with you saying that we should draft Kyle Pitts. <sighs> well, Alex's guy that he said we wanted was there. I don't want to do that. I think there's bet, there's fine wideouts later in this I'm draft. a Parsons guy. I'm looking here. at my big board, and there's a lot of wideouts available. I also personally think that there's some solid linebackers later in this draft. Parsons could change your, the landscape of your franchise. He's that talented. I personally would go Parsons. If you're thinking Slater here, defense, linebacker particularly, is a much more position of need. We have a pretty good O-line. I don't think we, we have a good need. left side of our line. I don't think we need Slater here. I don't. I don't. I just don't. I think we should go Micah Parsons. We don't have a linebacker. Alex Anzalone is not the answer. I'm not saying he is. That that's my thoughts. I think Parsons. That's my vote. I think tackles are worth more in the NFL. I think Parsons. I mean, I let Evan talk. Evan's gonna go Parsons. Ah. I like Slater. I just don't know if tackle's really more important. I have guys. I have. We might not be able to. He'll probably be gone. But Owusu Cormo will probably be gone. Unless we trade up. He's out. Zayvon Collins could be around for the second round. And Jabril Cox could be around. And I think all those guys would be a huge upgrade to the... Yes, there's a gap between them and Parsons. Zayvon Collins, maybe not. Zayvon Collins is an absolute freak. He is a stud at football. And I think getting him... In the second would be awesome for the Lions. And I think tackle-wise, I don't know enough about deep round tackles. And I feel like Slater is a like no-brainer could play right tackle for us week one. The last time I drafted a tackle in the top 10 was it or 13? Was it Decker? No-brainer prospect? Not that great. Are you kidding me? He's all right. Tyler Decker is very good. Taylor. Taylor is very good. He, yeah, he's all right. He's very good. He's not an all-pro. He's very good. He's not an all-pro. He's very good in the NFL. He's, I think if we go Slater here, he will slide into that right tackle spot. That was a revolving door last year. We could also move him inside if we feel comfortable. Um, you're building depth on the offensive line. Parsons is the Electric. best linebacker in the draft by far. I mean, you're you're picking hairs here now. Um, do I like Parsons? Yes. Do Would Slater be a solid pick for the foundation of going forward? Uh, absolutely, too. Because I'm just thinking, like, in, I don't think you, in two years, in two years, if we end up moving off of Goff, then we can bring in a rookie quarterback or a new quarterback into a good offensive line, almost a great offensive line, like the Colts, and it would probably be easier adjust, adjustment. Or two Jared Goff picks next year, though. Or Jared Goff will be very good. I, I would have rather traded down to like 13 and take Slater or Parsons and then have. I don't. Slater wouldn't be getting One past. Of them will be gone. Slater wouldn't That's get past point. the Giants. Yeah, I, I told you I would take Parsons. That's my vote, and I'm locking it in. So you can, you guys can vote, and then you can take Slater if that's what you want to do. I don't agree. Is it because you don't think Slater's like flashy enough? Is it because it's boring? No, to I think Mich- the, Mich- Detroit Lions defense is the worst defense in the NFL. You're not going to get better on defense by drafting a tackle. I mean, it's like it's that simple. 
You didn't fix your defense in the offseason. You have nothing. You have no talent on defense at all. You have talent on your offensive line. But what if there's linebackers there for you in the second round if, that you know can if, be good? If. Well, there will be at least one. And there's going to be tackles that are drafted solid. later on that are going to end up being good in the NFL, too. That's how it works. It's less likely. I don't think that's true. It is true. Tackles outside the first round usually aren't that good. I just don't think tackle is like a number one position of need unless – no, I just wouldn't. I would go Parsons. The defense is literally terrible. And I know you hate the literally word, but that's how bad they are. They have nothing. They have no talent. So mean to say that about Alex Hanzalone. I'm sorry, he's not the And for people wondering, I reset the draft clock, obviously, because we traded, so we got like another full 10. We got four minutes left, though. Um, Evan, what are you thinking? Just go crazy and go Jalen Waddle. Let's just do it. <laughs> you know, you just scroll down and just pick one, see what happens. Um, Let me look at this real quick. Uh, where's my – oh, they're called OTs on this. So Slater, Veritaker's going to be gone. Walker Little, no. This guy, I don't like – you got an Alabama guy. You got Clemson and a North Dame guy. As necessary, if we're trying, I think it is. That's what we years, disagree. I think why can't need, we just sign a really good tackle? I think if we're about to. If contend. there's one unit that you need to be awesome and on rookie deals, it's your line. Yes, Cowboys. Our line is Colts. Like teams that aren't like incredible, but like they can they contend because they have awesome lines, and I think Jared Goff would love that and love us for that. And instead of getting him a flashy wide out there, when he says again the first round, we're getting him someone that's gonna protect the front of his face. Linebackers wise, Crosby wasn't that bad last year at the other tackle spot. Wasn't awful. Totally, I don't feel comfortable. Totally with serviceable. You got Parsons, Cormoa, Bolton. I'm just saying in this like this 34 to 46 range, which we pick in 40 and 41, one of those guys is gonna be there for sure to take. So there's that position if we want to go there. It's a tough, it's a tough draft pick. I understand why people. I think Micah Parsons is like franchise altering defensive player. I really do. I think he'll be that good. I ner- I get nervous about him. Why? Because he didn't play last year. Neither did Slater. That's not why. But thank you for assuming that. Well, you said it. That's not assuming. I just think he's very raw at the linebacker position. He's extremely talented and a freak athlete. Anyone we pick right here, you can say the same about outside of Mac Jones. The extremely. Uh, freak athlete part. <laughs> They're all talented. They're all incredibly talented. Best defensive player in the draft. Have a chance to take a him. linebacker at nine. That goes against everything you, you stand have for. A chance to take him when you have the worst defense in the league, and you have a chance to take the best defensive player in the draft, and you want to pass. Huh. Just want to make sure. Yes. All right. Well, then I get out. I got outvoted. What am I going to do about it? I can't. Well, do that was anything. tied. Comes down to Evan, which he hates. Uh... I mean, I'll be okay either way. I'm not sure if Alex will be. We are the GM, and we're building this roster for Dan Campbell. Um, who wants to run the ball? So maybe you want to attack. Um, but you can't win games if you give up 50 points every night. Yeah, NFL is moving fit. to shoot out. Um, scheme the fit, so the defense will automatically be better than what uh, Poncho wearing guy did last year. What? I'm happy with either pick. I understand why. Uh, I like Slater's versatility on the offensive line because I think he will play guard a little bit maybe. Um, but he also can go into tackle and start right away. And then Parsons, your linebacker, they'll start for the next seven to eight years. Yeah, I mean, I mean you got to vote. It's just how it goes. 
I mean, I'm fine if we take Slater, but I just think Parsons, that would be like a, a toughness if he becomes a Hall of Famer and you took a tackle and you had the worst defense in the league. That would suck. I get it. Tackles aren't flashy. They're not. No, they're cool. important. Extremely important. But when your defense is the number one problem on your team, why wouldn't you address it with the most talented player? At- Maybe he's not that good. We're going. We're going. The pick is in. We're- We're going Rashawn Slater. Oh, Jesus. Rashawn Slater. It's a terrible pick. The first pick in the And Lions. you know why? Because some people have him ranked higher than Piani Sewell, um, as he is the best tackle in the draft, and he traded out that way. Uh, he did oh, well versus uh, – We got it in. Sorry. <laughs> Just think. He did well versus Chase Young. Um, oh, look at this. The athletic big board had Rashawn Slater above Michael Parsons. That's fine. Great Dan pick. has Rashawn Slater above uh, Sewell. Just didn't draft position and name. We no, we did, didn't. We, we took uh, the best player. You said that's a, what all teams do, and then you decided not to do it. I think a lot of them do. I didn't, but that doesn't mean I wanted to do it. I see. You're upset. Well, do you have to sit out the rest of the draft because your emotions? This happens involved? in real life, and then he becomes a stud, and the Lions just don't address their defensive flaws, and the guy you draft in the second round isn't as good. Well, it'd be a bad miss. Just because we took a tackle at nine doesn't mean we're not going to address the defense. We have. I just said we will address we made the defense. A, well, maybe. maybe. No, we will. I'll force it. No. Yes, I will. You can't. Yeah, That's I'll the push, beauty of this war room. We choice. all work together. I'll break your computer. <laughs> Evan, he's mad. It's a bad pick. He's so mad. He likes being right. and It's not about being right. right. I just think you just like the Lions defense is just terrible. You like flashy players, and we took a it's boring player. Number one position in the United team. I would say wideout. Other than wideout. Tackles not. So number two position of knee on the team. Depends. You can say you it that it. way. Depends how you see it. Alex Anzalone is not a uh, Pro Bowl middle linebacker. No. Could be. No, probably not. Could be. Could no, it's very low probability. We get seven minutes for this one. Let me get you set up here, guys. Let's click seven. All right, ready? Click. Alex, you start us here. I mean, I can't see who's available. You're going to have to show me a little bit. Right here? It's hard to see. So, Walker Little, Dylan Rannons, two tackles. Elijah Molden, a safety. That's a position of need. Jamin Davis, a highly regarded linebacker out of Kentucky. Now, keep in mind, we have back-to-back picks, boys. It doesn't really matter who we take first unless we want to trade the second one. Ronnie Perkins, edge rusher. Landon Dickerson. Diami Brown. Jabril Cox, linebacker off LSU. Jamar Johnson, safety. You said yes to Jabril Cox is who I would take because, you know, I got screwed in the first round. And I think linebacker is still a massive need. So you like linebacker here? Um, Evan, who do you see popping out? I'll keep scrolling for you. Uh, I like linebacker as well. Safety or linebacker here for the next two picks. I do like Jabril Cox um, over Jamin Davis. Me as well. I agree. I watched a little bit of both today. And something about Jabril Cox is like, Instincts, his pass coverage. He's a little bit taller, I believe. I liked him a lot. I liked him He's better. He's a little than... taller, a little more undersized, but he is speeds kind of what they say, a sideline to sideline kind of guy. Um, a Jared Davis type, as they would say. No, no Jared you know Davis was a, no, that was a joke. It was a joke. Just a joke. Just a joke. Obviously, our linebacking core is pretty not great. As we discussed in the first round pick, you have Jamie Collins. Getting paid a lot of money to be here. 
Tavai. We've, we've talked about him on previous podcasts. You brought in Anzalone as like a maybe prove it yourself guy. He's listed as third string. And then we have um I'm missing the last guy. But there's another guy. It's not you don't Jalen like, Reeves made. Yes. Aggressive special teams guy. Um play a little bit outside linebacker. So we don't really know exactly what our defensive scheme will be. It'll probably will be a multiple type D the way they say. I think Aaron Glenn has a lot of 3-4 in his background, um, but he made it seem like they're going to go multiple based on what they have. Uh, I don't think that the staff, which is us, I guess, loves Tavai. I don't think, the, I don't, I personally don't think the real staff likes Tavai that much either. So I think they're going to be wanting to go linebacker. And I think we kind of want to go linebacker, at least with one of these picks. So we have back-to-back. I'm leaning Jabril Cox personally. Me too. Evan? Pick is in. Pick is in the 40th pick in the NFL draft. The Lions take Bill Cox, another player from a purple colored school. Now, we are on the clock again. I will restart the seven minutes. You may not need it. Now, this is to me, there's two guys here that I would take, would be okay taking Elijah Molden, safety out of Washington. I think he's a solid player. He's not flashy. I think he has good ball instincts, made some decent picks. The guy that's flashy, though, where I think is the biggest position of need for us is wide out, is Diami Brown from North Carolina. I mean, honestly, I didn't know a ton about this guy Like during the college football season. I didn't watch a ton of ACC football, but I watched some YouTube videos on him recently. And I think, to me, when I watched him play, he almost was like a poor man's Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase-esque out of the ACC. Kind of looks like him, moves like him, adjusts midair like him, makes contested catches like him. And I think he's uh, like six, maybe a little bit over six foot or six foot, uh, 190. So he's kind of like a not massive receiver, but not tiny. And I kind of like that hybrid size there. 6'1", 195. So I, I, I like that. Because so we have right now, we have a 6'4 receiver in Tyrell Williams. And we have a six, I think Rashad Perryman six foot. Ish. And he's he's more of a burner, Spencer, but yeah, you guys' thoughts. Now those are the two guys I'm I'm keen in on, but I'm open to being convinced about anything else. Uh, I'm also in the camp of safety or wide out. I think both will help, and I'm not super picky either way, honestly. Okay. But the only negative on Brown that I read. Okay. So he ran a simple route tree in college. So he, he's got to get better at that, expanding that. Okay. And also he's more of like a vertical receiver, which is like Paramount, so you would be adding another one in. But also Paramount's not the future, so I can see adding Brown would be good as well. And also it depends on the depth of each class. I think there's still decent receivers later. I don't know as much about the safety pool. Me neither, safety-wise. I don't love the receivers that are left and that would be there in the third round. This is the safety pool that I guess we have. Um, I like going defense here since um, some people in the war room are saying that we reached in the first round and should have went defense. Um, I think we need to build up the defense, especially early in the draft, and then try to develop young players later in the draft for the offensive side, which – some people argue the offensive side for the Lions is a little bit better than the defense. 
Um, yeah. So I like safety or even another corner here. I know it's probably a question mark, but adding depth at corner and more competitive players in the on the team wouldn't hurt. Hmm. And that JV on Holland, he's kind of small. Um, and I've seen him play multiple positions. Um, some places have him as a list as a safety coming out of the draft. Um, but pro football focus has him at corner. Okay. I like or between would the fan base roast us if we don't take a wide out. That's not how a GM should be drafting grass. So that's a well, relevant question. Their job security matters. And no, we will not base it off the fans. We base it off what you think is best for the team, not what will make fans happy. You can't do that. Um, you know, our GM uh, it's said multiple times he likes the safety draft pool. Um, We're looking at Elijah Molden, correct? He would beat the safety, I think, that would make the most sense here. Wasn't he like a corner? Moved safety, like, seems kind of small for a safety. It says he's the gold standard in the slot for this class. He earned a 90.9 coverage grade in that role in 2019. He's a little undersized to stay outside. He's a physical tackler who has the skills to move to safety seamlessly. But if it's not him, I don't see another. I see Jamar Johnson. That kid's pretty good, but based on his ADP, it'd be a breach. Yeah. He is good. I like that kid a lot. I don't know if he'll be back to us later. If he is, I'd feel like this Molden pick would be a reach, to be honest, because I actually really like Jamar Johnson. But he might go. He's ranked high, but I don't know where he's going to get drafted. I know for a fact that Diami Brown will not get back to us, so we know he'll be gone. But it sounds like from you guys, it's like, okay, if we don't necessarily get him right here, Molden will not get back to us. If Jamar, if we think Jamar Johnson's getting back to us, then I'm fine with the receiver, but I don't think so. And then it comes to like... Well, I think he will because he's getting drafted in the hundreds and we have two picks in the 70s. We'll see. I'm good with receiver here. Well. I'm, I'm looking at the safety pool and I think there's some dudes. And now that I'm looking at the receiver pool after what you said, I have a lot more safeties higher than I do receivers coming up. I have my eyes on some cornerbacks in the 70s for our next two picks that I think are two good ones there. So I'm comfortable with them getting to us in that range. Are you telling me to take Diami Brown? Because that's who I would do. But I'm going to feel like an idiot if Jamar Johnson goes. But I don't think he's going to go. I guess I'm telling you to take a receiver. Diami Brown. The pick is in. We did it for the fans. With the 41st pick in the in the draft, Diami. I don't even I think I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. Diami Brown out of North Carolina. We have entered the third round. We have back-to-back picks again, which is a weird feeling. I didn't. I guess I didn't realize that when we made the trade with Denver that we'd be getting two back-to-back picks. It's nice to have, though. Oh, oh no. The cornerback I wanted left. I think it makes it tougher for us. I hope one's there. No! Oh, they took Eric Stokes. Oh, no. But look at the – look who fell. Jamar Johnson. Well, but That's wait. We could also really go after our linebacker core in this draft. You see who fell. I do see that. Whoa. Um, I you talking about Evan, you Jamin go. Davis? Yeah, you go. You had thoughts. Um, I don't think we should beef up our linebacking core. We signed a couple players to fill the role and see what they can do. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you should reach for another linebacker when you already drafted one. Okay. Yes, in theory, beefing up your linebacking core in one draft and getting two young studs 
is smart in some ways, but I think for our team right now, I think there's other position needs that you need to also address. Jamar Johnson is a ball hawk. Big interception. Guy. So you like him. But sounds like he can't tackle. Really? He's a liability as a tackler and missed 13 of his 49 attempts last year. Okay. That's a bad average. That's really bad, especially for a safety. You need to be able to tackle, especially when the Lions don't really have a linebacker or anything or a D-line, and the running backs get into the secondary quite often. Well, there's our Darius You should have. There's our Darius Washington. Run into that before, and you said you liked him. Well, now I'm reading it, and I don't like him as much anymore. I liked his film. So it's we, flashy and good. The devastating thing is that Eric Stokes and the cornerback from Syracuse went right before us, and those were the guys that I would have loved to take right here. Certainly need a corner. We did sign. I don't like linebacker here still, though. Quentin Dunbar. So there's two safeties. He's not. <laughs> um, let's take a peek at our edge rushers. Those are always fun to have, but I don't, I don't have any um, strong opinions on any of these guys. That's on me as my scouting. I didn't, you know, I didn't scout really these guys, so I don't know. Uh, some of them are ranked kind of high, but I've heard of Shaka Tony. I watched him play a little bit, but he's way later. Chauncey Golson's way later. Quincy Roche later. Um, any names standing out to you guys? Oh, just the edge rushers. The two early ends. The edge rushers in this draft are pretty. The interior in? interior guys. Tommy. Tommy. He's kind of small. I like Nixon, but it looks like his ADP is a little bit later. The uh, uh, Osa, I'm not even going to butcher his last name. From um, UCLA, okay. He's been flying up some draft boards and some draft rankings recently. Uh, I don't know a lot about him, but I know his name is hmm. on a positive trend. Let's just take another wide out. Really? What about this Ardarius Washington guy? He's, way, looks like he's a little undersized from small. the uh, – Scouting report. It's 5'8". Plays Little. bigger than is listed. It's 5'8". All right, so you don't like him. Pass. Too small. All right. Dang, uh, it would be nice to have Elijah Molden right now. Would be. Uh, um, <laughs> it would be. Wasn't Benjamin but you were worried about when, You passed you, on him. Our boy Pete. Shout out Wyatt. You Pete, were, we're taking him in this. You were worried about... Uh, you were worried about... I'm worried about a lot of guys. Where Molden was, uh, like, where he lined up. Like, he slid well, over. Well, it seemed like he was more of a corner than a... He's more of a, you know... Just You're seeing where it was a weird. slot safety. We were, and I, you give our new secondary coach a weapon to develop. It's too late. You can't him, live we, in the past. We can give him two here. We can give him one of the two here. Or they're not good enough for the Lions. The best corner on my board available is Kelvin Joseph. Same for you. Bit of a roller coaster on tape. Yeah. But he played really well against Alabama and Tennessee. Okay. Tennessee's. So it sounds like he's a flyer kind of pick. He's got to be in the right system. Which we don't even know what our system is. I just don't even see any. There's no one. I don't like, see any out. like this stands out as like it's a no brainer pick. Like Jalen Darden. Oh, Denning Bow. I've heard about this guy. I think he's pretty good. Edge rusher. He's six foot five, 276 with 35 and a half inch arms. He's a bristle defender who can move up and down the line of scrimmage with ease. He can affect quarterbacks from any alignment. I mean, that's a great sales pitch. I'm not going to lie. Oh, you're, you're persuaded easily in the war room. Yeah, he's in the 80s. You know, well, That's what happens when I don't, do my, don't have a full prep. You know, it's like I read one thing. I'm like, oh, 
Who's this cornerback from Oregon? We almost took one last. We thought about one last time. Granted, it's difficult to go this deep into the weeds about this many. He started since he was old. That's why teams suck at drafting. Yeah, but there's they have higher scouts for this. Graham started since he was a true freshman for Oregon and was one of the best corners in the country as a sophomore and junior before opting out in 2020. He earned coverage grades of 79.8 and 82. He seems good. Just a classic guy that fell because he sat out. The highest on my board of all these positions is the Kentucky corner. So Calvin Joseph is who you want? <sighs> Mr. You love cornerbacks. I hate cornerbacks. At three. Right, right. What about Milton Williams from Louisiana Tech? I might be biased to little schools. I'd almost rather go the Ohio State interior guy if I had to pick between an interior guy. I kind of like this Vanderbilt guy. I like this with Denable. I think that's a reach. He's going with the 81st pick in most drafts, it seems like, and we are at 71. Well, guys, we have two picks here, so... Yeah, I know. This is going to be awful. Oh, right. We're back-to-back. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's take the speedster out of North Texas. I really like him. You want to go wide out? No, I'd get cremated for that. I, I worry about that guy. Speed, electric, but, you know, I might just, be Jamal Agnew 2.0. I think about the NFL and, like... The only one that I think is like Tyreek is it. I watched Percy Harvin supposed to be that guy. Yeah. I watched Tavon Austin supposed to be that guy. They were yeah. not that guy. Yeah. I don't think that position fits our scheme. What we're trying to do. True. And I also probably think not going to be when I look at speed when I look guys. at the offense. I, I think about more just like skill guys, not wide out position. Like we have DeAndre Swift, we have Hawkinson. I don't hate our skill guys. We have skill guys that can play football. We drafted. Brown, we have uh, Perriman, who's fast. Like We have guys. Could have had uh, Kyle Pitts in our draft as well. We could have drafted Kyle Pitts. All right. I, uh, I'm going to go back to the Kentucky corner again. I think uh, you need a corner, and he seems like he flashes potential greatness. So, well, I just wonder, uh, why does PFF have Jamin Davis and Jamar Johnson ranked? And even our Darius Washington ranked so high, and they're huge. I like boss. Jamar Johnson, but his tackle rate really scared me away. Sorry, I don't want him if he doesn't tackle. And we need I, I, a tackling safety. And the other safety available, our Darius Washington is 5'8". One's like 7. How big is uh, Kelvin? He is 6'1", 192. Really good corners. I like that size. Really good corners. Big size guy. <laughs> a big size guy. Always size matters. Um, I, I like the uh, prod, a little bit of a project to give to our secondary coach, like I said earlier. Yep. Um, we have a great secondary coach. Best in the league. I'm in for it. I, you guys want to take Kelvin Joseph? I do. I want to take Kelvin Joseph. Sounds good. Book and ship it. Big Blue Nation. With the 71st pick in the NFL draft, the Detroit Lions select Kelvin Joseph, cornerback from Kentucky. Now we're on the clock. <laughs> Hey, we're on the clock, and I already know where we're going. We're going edge rusher. We're going Grant's sexy pick. Yes. A little bit of a project, and you're going to well, develop them. Well, we're going projects in round three. Not great. Before I show you the team is a project right now. Before, you have to develop talent, Alex. Not every person you're going to get is just be able to plug in. So let's think no, about. I agree. We're out of strong. It is a need. Let's think about edge rushers real quick before we do that. Um, we have Flowers, who in this war room we don't love. We pay him a lot of money. We like Okora. We resigned him. I would say Okora's brother. The book is still out on. We don't know. He got injured. He could be good. He's the backup. Um, we have Charles Harris. You 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 kind of need uh three like solid edge rushers in this league a lot of times so you can rotate people out. And we don't know if we have three. So we have I, one and a half. 
It's not a bad. It's not a bad pick. We have one and a half. We definitely um, need. Do we need interior D lineman more? We, we have uh, Brockers and Penasi, Penasini, and Sean Hand and Nick Williams. So I mean, you're a little deeper interior wise. I think I like Evans. Thought and if we go three four, then you just have you have less. It'd be great to know what the Lions were running. It would probably help. I think we're going four three. Ooh. Sounds like we don't know. Maybe we four don't. two five. We weren't given that. We're just in the war room. Maybe a three three five. Where's he at? Where's this Odenigbo guy on your big board, sir? Oh, yes, just give me a second. Our um, regional scout. <laughs> um, he's a little bit. Oh no. Lower. Oh no! So we're reaching, aren't we? He is. We're so reaching. I gotta see who if there's anybody in front of him. No, is the is Joe Tryon available? No, I don't think. From Washington? No. All right, that's good. What about Levi Anwuzurike? No, he went. All right, then it's looking like he is my highest edge rusher. rusher. But like overall, though. I have a lot of receivers and other things over him, but Jalen Darden is over him. He's one spot above. I like his name, too. And then I have Tommy Togai next after him. After Otenabo? Mm -hmm. And then Bobby Brown third. That's an awesome name. From Texas A&M? I mean, obviously, I'm okay with Otenabo because I stumbled upon his name. Six foot five, two seventy six, thirty five and a half inch arms. And he just tore his Achilles at the senior bowl. Oh God. That is a big blow <laughs> this crap. So our case for Jamin Davis was this intangible seven. Six four, two thirty four, four four at his pro day. Highest vertical jump ever recorded by an off ball linebacker. Athletic tools to be your do-it-all starting middle linebacker in the NFL. Stuffs to run and has great play diagnosing skills. And can oh, he's a middle linebacker, correct? It sounds like he would flourish in a 3-4 defense. I, that's the problem. Is we, have we, don't know what times. we don't know what defense we're going to run, but from a defensive coordinator, he ran a 4-3. Dan was in that system for a couple of years, so I would assume they just carry that. Same system over. And one of my things, it says he would fit perfectly in a 4-3 scheme as well. And he'd fit great with teams like Washington, Detroit, and Kansas City. Whoa. But also, we really don't know what the Lions run on defense. No, but if we run multiple, it sounds like a guy that can do multiple things. Sounds like he could be like a Bud Dupree type. I think Bud Dupree was a defensive end that played linebacker. He that's kind of how I see this dude. But... Maybe um, maybe better think, at covering. I think the whole war room can agree. It would have been better if we had gotten the safety. Elijah Molden. I'll take credit for that. Then we could take Jamin Davis easier because we're spraying it out. But I think we have to move on to the next pick, and that's why I started to come around on Jamin Davis because I was like, well, everywhere I look, he's by far the highest-rated guy left on this board. Like, by far. For sure is. And I remember... Teams he, might be trading up. I remember hearing that some... He, there was rumors about a week ago that he could go in the first round. I think they've slowed down now. But I'm like, if he's still here, then... And it is weird. We're ta- we'd be taking two players from Kentucky's defense back-to-back. And two linebackers. But it's absolutely <laughs> needed in Detroit. 
So, uh, I mean, if he's the best linebacker available, and at some point you have to draft a player that is just the best player on the board and this you might make be, him fit your scheme no matter what. And with the roster that the Lions have constructed over the past couple of years and the bang-up job Bob Quinn did, um, I wouldn't be upset with drafting Jamin Davis right here. All right. And also I would agree because Josh Palmer, the knock on him is also route running technique and expanding his route tree. We just took a guy that had that problem, so maybe let's not take two of them. Next, so, next receiver we so take should be great route runner. So the 72nd pick in the NFL draft is Jamin Davis out of Kentucky. Big Blue Nation strikes again for the Detroit Lions. I never thought going into this draft we'd be taking two Kentucky defensive players, but we did. All right. Well, we're on the clock. Well, our boy Jamar Johnson nope, is still can't there. tackle. He's still just tackle. hanging around, probably for a reason. Maybe we go quarterback here. The future. Ian Book. I want to see how Evan reacts to that. What do you think about Ian Book, Evan? No. Dude, like with our last pick, we don't have a pick that late. There's too many good guys left. Well, we're in the yeah. third round still. Yes. We only have three picks left. We yeah. have 101, 112, and 153. We only have three picks left, boys. We got, we got hit on one of these. I think Jalen Darden could be the, just the sleepiest sleeper of all time. No, Alex, we still have depth at positions we still need. What do you want, Evan? What do you want? A, di- um, a defensive I think we need interior? To go an interior defense alignment? Yeah. So right we went, we went, um, we have a tackle. We got linebacker times two. We took a cornerback. Is that it? But then we took a wide out. Mm-hmm. So we've made five picks. Three on defense, two on offense. So pretty balanced. It's pretty wide open. Our needs that we haven't addressed, according to this, are the safety position. But we have beef with Jamar Johnson. And then an inside, what Evan said. I'm out on Darden. Really? Why? Just read some negatives. Do you see how much he flip-flopped? And he was like... <laughs> that was the first. He was going to take us... The negative was it's just like mind blowing negative for someone that you have to be a speed guy. Now his first negative is lack of height possesses mismatch problems. Of course. Totally fine. The second negative is what took me aback that says he lacks a true second gear and home run hitting speed. If he doesn't have that, what is he? He's just like a he's like shifty Tariq Cohen. I need him to be Tyreek Hill that can blow by everyone, and I guess he's not that. No. And his other negative is he has baby hands. So like you. Yeah. Okay. But like yeah, that's why Tyreek Hill is so Tyreek Hill is so special because he, he makes blows by everyone. Well, and also he makes contested catches because he has good hands. But like, they might be. Some you don't always find those. Is there a, no Bobby Brown the third's definitely gone right? Yeah. No, he's not. He's there. Bobby Brown is there. He's an inside rusher. So is Milton Williams. Can you give us some D&D on these two guys? Because it seems like that might be what we're zoning in on. Bobby Brown is higher. Wait, the Louisiana Tech guy? Yes. Oh. No, Milton Williams, Louisiana Tech, Bobby Brown, or the Osa Odigahuzua from UCLA. We talked about last time. Bobby Brown? Are you talking about him? He's a bit of a surprise to declare for the draft. Why? Because I guess he wasn't that good. He will be a better pro than college player. That's your PFF. Not he's 6'4", 321. So he's a just absolute unit. <laughs> Explosive three-technique tackle who plays with outstanding fundamentals and fires off the snap with excellent pad level. Gets leverage, shows agility, and alters his angle of attack, and moves well laterally, aggressive, and tough to move. Negatives. 
struggles to get off blocks, and he's easily knocked off balance by the initial block. Ooh. But that's it. That's all his negatives. He's a three-technique tackle or a one-gap defensive And then from Milton. Milton William from Louisiana Tech. I'll look at the UCLA guy. The intangibles. I I already got the UCLA guy, Grant. Don't worry. 6'4", 280. Love that. So skinnier. Not as big as the other units. Negatives. Not a quick or sudden lineman and lacks great first step. So similar to the Bobby Brown, where like initially they're not great. Initially. But he's smooth and plays with outstanding pad levels. Exact, almost the exact same. Except he's not as good laterally chasing down backs. And then UCLA, Evan? Um, he's what they call a tweener um, in most defensive positions. He's too small to be like that anchor one tech. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's not quick enough to be like the f- big, fast, like three tech Aaron Donald type. Um, th- but they also say he's quick enough to stay in gaps. He might not be strong enough to like shed a blocker or push the offensive lineman around. Um, he plays with a like disruptive energy and constantly working his way to get into the backfield. Um, and one of the big strengths was his experience of playing almost every single position on the defensive line. Huh. Um, weaknesses, like they said, he's a tweener. Um, lacks focus and control when pass rush. Um, and he is often gets knocked around a little boy, a little bit during a run fits. What defense do we think we're going to play? Multiple. Four, three. Milton Williams is a great fit for the four, three. Bobby Brown, the third is a better fit for the three, four. I love the name Bobby Brown. <laughs> yeah, he is. Cause he's huge. So he's like your middle of the formation guy. Right. Bobby Brown. Big dude can't teach size. <laughs> I can just picture someone saying that in the war room, like on draft night. You can't teach size. You can't. And those other guys just aren't the same size. Jamar Johnson? <laughs> can't Did tackle. We, have we taken a safety? <clears throat> no. And he's just sitting there again like Jamin Davis. But we might be the dumbest guys in the room that these guys are falling to us. He he's a- rated 94th on this board. Along with Quincy Roche. I don't mind Quincy Roche. He's an edge rusher from Miami. Um, probably played right next to Jalen Phillips. Let me see Jamar Johnson's weaknesses on this site. I mean, he's not. we're in the, we're, we're the 100, so no one's going to be bulletproof. No, but. It would make more sense to take him here than last round, so at least we waited a little bit. But I don't know. I mean, I'm not. If he can't tackle, that does, that does stink. Explosive against the run. So it sounds like he bangs into him and then can't pull him down. Solid in coverage, mixes it up with opponents, isn't fast getting to the flanks. He picked off Justin Fields. Not that that like, 100% matters, but he made a great play on Justin Fields' ball, who will be in the NFL. He read his eyes to a T and picked off a post. He fell this far. But that, we already took one cornerback, but that Tay Gowan guy you said you had rated high. I do. I don't know, man. And I still have Jalen Darden rated the highest of all, but he has small hands. And he has no breakaway speed when he's a speed guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm voting for Jamar Johnson. We need a safety. I realize we didn't draft one yet. You know, you can teach tackling. Can. Can't teach Will and Hart, buddy. Sounds no. like he's got a good motor. I'm okay with any pick here because I, there's not a guy on this draft board that I like right now. Yeah. So it's an awkward spot. To I agree. There's just a lot. I, I wonder if there's people in the draft room that are just like, yeah, draft whoever, but I don't like anybody anymore. <laughs> and they just like give up. They definitely just, they just get bored. Yeah, Jamar yeah. Johnson, draft. All right. Lost. 
Well, you can't really cross this late. <laughs> round three? Well, third round pick. Cameron McGrone just went. I knew he was worth something. He is. He's in that range, in that OSA guy. I think, think Shakur Brown's our next pick and is undeniable. Really? You want I think double? I'd rather get Sean Wade than Shakur Brown. Sean Wade's gone. I saw him. Get we drafted. double up on corners? When we have Okuda Nawarie? Revan Jordan. We could have drafted him. We're back. Josh Palmer. No buddy. That we were considering is still here. Yeah, is there anyone we can do it? We can Jalen Darden. Jay, you start going position. Go through position by position, not just the entire big board. All right. Some of those positions we're not going to touch. What kind of positions do you guys want? We have two picks left. Edge rusher. No. Oh, do we just go back to the either Milton or Bobby Brown? I go Bobby Brown. No brainer. Bobby Buckets. <laughs> Evan, are you passionate about anyone at this pick? Uh no, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> No one's really jumping out. This draft class is probably pretty top-heavy. And who, who do I know? Um, I'm fine with drafting anybody, basically. Uh, was it your scouting point, Alex? On Quincy Roach, is that who you just saw? Uh, yeah, he's pretty yeah, bad. Wasn't was pretty not great. Yeah, you, you just belittled his uh, confidence. Um, <laughs> you know? Yeah, no thanks. Millie Bobby Brown? Bobby Brown the third. Congratulations, you've just been drafted by the Detroit Lions. How do you feel? Sorry to get to work, Coach. Ambry Thomas. No thanks. Biased. So I'm thinking Cornell Powell's the move. We only have one pick left. You're calling your shot. Yeah, I'm thinking Cornell Powell. I guess I would either want... Or Amir Smith-Marset. And uh, we could always get an edge rusher if they're there or a wideout. Uh, we'll see. Ooh, Amarni Rodgers... I wouldn't mind with that. Cornell Powell in our face. After riding the bench most of his Clemson career, he was forced into the lineup last season. This was Cornell. Mm-hmm. He only played last and year. And responded brilliantly. Nice side <laughs> receiver. With we already drafted a wide receiver. Cool. But we need more. Couldn't we take another Avin? He projects you as could a always just, receiver. You could always just pick guys up. Like who? Undrafted, undrafted free agents. Like and you work them out, and you find them, and there's going to be veterans that are going to get cut during training camp. There's going to be some un- Is our guy Pete Warner available? Camp? No, he went a long time ago. Any positions you guys have your eyes on? I would like to on? see who's available at court. All right. There you go. No, I don't like any of them. I'm going to be honest. Shane Bouchelle can't throw. Felipe Franks can't. Sam Anlinger can't. Ian Book can't. Um, <laughs> yeah, probably not. Maybe a running back? I would not like to, but... I agree, probably not. I no, think we there's should go... None. I don't think there's any of that list there. Guard? More. No, because we got a tackle slash guard. I think we could go guard. Well, our starting five line is pretty set, you and we have a backup. depth, Grant. You can't have one guy. Line get hurt sure. quicker than... But I think we position. do have depth. We have, we have, we'll have depth. We have... So, listen. I can tell you. No, this I is our starting that. line. Left tackle. Decker. Yeah. Left guard, Jonah Jackson. Yeah. Center, Ragnow. Yes. And our scheme, because we're coaching, we're going to shift Vitae to right guard because he gets paid too much not to play. He's already at right guard. And then we're going to put in Cro- or we're going to put in um, Slater at right tackle, and then we have Crosby and Stern or Stenberg to back him up, both both them up. Crosby. Because Crosby can play tackle. Stenberg. Stenberg's yeah. a guard replacement. Crosby's our tackle replacement. Why now. not just have one more guy? Because I don't know any guards at this range, and I know Cornell Powell can catch a lot of contested footballs. He's a, he projects to be a fourth wideout. And we have Cephas, Perriman, Brown now. Brown's awesome. Khalif Raymond. 
was a speed skill guy, guy, skill guy. Okay. Like Rounds. Khalif, Geronimo Allison. Khalif, Redmond, Khalif Raymond, uh, punt returner, kick returner guy. But I also he watched he him catch down in the playoffs more than the Lions have. Well, he did catch passes last year. I did witness it. You want to take David Moore out of Grambling State? No. <laughs> Evan, who do you Just want? Dig a little deep. This is why no one goes this Great, deep. we have to go past the first six players. This is why list. no one goes deep in drafts because it's boring and we don't know the guys. There's Shakur. I saw his name pop up. Oh, great. John Davis. Ballhawk. Puka Williams. Jonathan Cooper. Evan peaked up at Sean Davis. So what do you want to draft? Cornell Powell? I've That's it? I've already said it like three times. Athletes. Is there any little speedsters athletes. out there that we can take? I don't like those receivers. I don't like them. I don't think they work. Yeah, in the right situation, you need a little speedster guy. Can't we'll think of many. Jamal Agnew action. I'd rather have a Debo Samuel end around guy. Well, we don't have that choice right now. No. That's why you could take a risk and try to find Tyreek Hill right here. No. Then you want to they take don't, a, a he's don't. He's a freak anomaly. Those guys typically don't work unless I'm missing on a bunch of names that are obvious. Who are? Who? I listed off two that failed miserably. I don't need Tariq Cohen. I don't need that. Tariq Cohen's not that good. He does sound good? He No, he's not that good. Tariq Cohen is not that good. Right. I agree. Little guys usually aren't great. They're like nearly impossible. But I just don't know what you want here other than Cornell Powell. I want defense. I want good players. I want defense. Sell me on a safety because the safety pick was probably what we hated the most. In our draft. I like Auburn. You could sell me on an edge rusher. What's this Chauncey Golston guy? I don't know why. the I- pretty good. The Iowa logo always stands out to me. It's pretty raw. I don't know any of these guys. The only guy I know that I've watched play with, well, I've watched Shakir play. I like him. I'm not opposed to that. We took a corner. I don't know if that's a position we need to beef up the most. And then I've seen Cornell Powell play. So that's what I'm basing it off of. And I also see their names towards the top. So I'm like, oh, why not just take them? Evan, I'm letting you decide on this one. I already voiced my opinion. I want defense. Yeah, but you got to say who you want. <laughs> I don't know. I'm okay with any pick here, Grant. I, it's your well, don't say now. that because then I'm just going to go rogue. That's okay. We're we know gonna, who you're going to pick. And we're going to have a second wideout on our team. That's okay. All right, Cornell Powell, congrats. You'll be in free agency in less than six months. The only thing I'll say is – since we punted on wideouts and linebackers with our very first pick by drafting two of each, it makes me feel better about the overall position of those groups. You know, like instead of, we didn't we didn't spend the top ten pick, but we took two, so hopefully at least one can be good. And then you'll feel better Solid about both positions. Solid. We drafted Cornell Powell with the 153rd pick in the draft. I can't wait to see how PFF graded us. Let's just jump. probably really terrible. Lions draft is over. Oh boy. We got. Oh, they, they gave an F to Slater. What can I say? <laughs> That's unbelievable. I guess I make Alex feel good. Our total draft though was an A minus, so our other picks were rock solid. So. Every other pick was an A minus. Yeah. Why'd they give us an F? Probably because, like. Because you guys are dummies. We just didn't. Probably because we it was the only guy on this that wasn't a need by them, but, like, we can argue you can still take a tackle. Like, what are we talking about? That's why. But F, that guys, I mean, that's pretty clear that I was right. I've ne- I've never seen an F on this. I mean, F is that is full on worst thing you can get. Failure, fraud, 
and you fumble. Failing the ninth pick <laughs> before the guy even plays. So, anyways, the results guys. for if you skip to the end, we want to hear the results. We traded with the Broncos. We got a second and the third. We took Rashawn Slater, tackle, Jabril Cox, linebacker, Diami Brown, wide out, Kelvin Joseph, cornerback, Jamin Davis, linebacker, Jamar Johnson, safety, Bobby Brown, defensive interior lineman. Cornell Powell wide out. Um, what are your guys' takeaways from the draft? Uh, I would just say that drafting beyond the third round gets pretty uh, boring, not exciting. I feel you the same. really don't know any of these people. And if you do, it's like because you saw them once, you know nothing about them. They or probably it's a didn't job, yeah. Back. Or you like have to do it. And my only other takeaway is that I just would be furious if the Lions took Rashawn Slater at that point, especially. Like, I'm not a Kyle Pitts guy or a wide receiver at seven guy. If they take Slater and Pitts is there, I would be disappointed, to say the least. Based on what I've heard about, well, what I heard about Pitts today is that he's going to be franchise-altering good. And I haven't heard anything like that for Rashawn Slater. But you didn't want to take him when I said i take him. But I didn't think we were trading back for Rashawn Slater. I thought we were trading back for the best defensive player in the draft, and I got outvoted. But it's good um, to see your guys' pick was an F. So good job, guys. Evan, any takeaways? No, I mean, it's because it was not position of need. No, I understand. I'm just messing with you. But otherwise, our other linebacker picks could flop because we didn't draft Parsons there. We wouldn't draft like two linebackers in that situation. You hope one of them is decent. Um, later in the draft, there's not as many named, talented guys like in the past from like Power Five schools that you you know. It, I think it, in the draft in real life, I think it's gonna be interesting to see who falls, obviously, and who rises. Um, and then like some of these gems that or potential gems um, later in the draft, and how real teams see them. Since we saw most of the names, um, they might spark. Our interest would be like, oh, yeah, I remember seeing that guy. He was projected fourth round. Um, yeah. And like Alex said, once you pass the third round, it is difficult <laughs> to find somebody that you're going to fall in love with. Um, That's what scouts are calling. And now you see why teams want to hit on gems. And later in this draft, I wouldn't even care if the Lions traded up later in the draft when we only had like four picks. I think this is just proving to me that you're in the top ten. You absolutely need to hit on that pick. Absolutely need. And to they hit miss on that all pick. the but time. This, this draft is different from other drafts. This draft isn't as deep, and they've said it. It's top skill player deep early in the in the draft, and then later rounds it kind of fades out. Yeah. So maybe a position player early on isn't a terrible idea. Plus, it's weird just because like so many people sat out. So and you can't do as much scouting because you can't go like talk no to combine. all these people. No combine as well. So my takeaway was I think the only thing I regret was when it was mainly me when we punted on Molden because I wanted Brown and then the safety class like just evaporated and then we had to settle to Jamar. later for Jamar. Anti-tackle. Jones. I like that we were able to get Davis later. I mean, he fell for a reason, but he's been rumored to be top 40 player in the draft. So I like getting him there. I don't know. It's not a flashy draft, but I think it's a deep draft because we traded back, and I think we balanced out positions of need pretty well. Like we didn't put all our eggs in one basket any place. I think if Mel Kiper and Todd McShay were breaking down our draft afterwards, 
I don't think they would love it. Why? Just because we have no flash factor. But that's we don't need that. We're gritty. No, we don't draft for the fans. We draft for our squad and our man Dan Campbell. We're going to run all over teams with our offensive line, and hopefully our defense with this much talent infused into it can figure things out and not give up twenty eight plus a game. You know my thoughts on our first pick, so we're not going through that again. <laughs> no, no, of course, of course. That's all. Follow the socials. The biggest plug I want to say is if you're listening to this, uh, you should be listening to this before the draft. We plan to do some form of live viewing, live stream for the draft of our uh, reactions. Um, we'll have the details for that on our social accounts when we get it all worked out. On Twitter and Instagram, we'll get the link up to where you can watch us. Looking like Twitch as of now. Um, but we got to do some logistical work to figure out that setup. But hopefully you'll be able to watch along with us. Uh, and if you miss it live, then we'll just post a clip of what we thought in the moment to the Lions moves on Thursday night. And then other than that, the normal at shot of MS on everywhere except for TikTok. And then emails at shot sport or shot sports at gmail.com. Follow along for uh, any clips. Um, the video clips of the show, likes, comments, interact with us, debate about our draft. Um, there is a great place to do it. And then please, as always, um, if you haven't already, please rate the podcast five stars if you could. Leave a nice review. I think we've got like 15 reviews now on Apple Podcasts, so it means a lot. It helps people find the show, share it with a friend, send a link to people. Um, then YouTube, I think we got about 20 subscribers. So on there, that's the easiest way to know when we have a new video come out. So if you just subscribe on there then you don't have to worry about it and you'll just get it. So um, that's the obligatory plugs. And then, as always, cheers. Nothing to cheers for me. To the NFL draft. The draft. Draft.